What's up guys, welcome back to DYB Growth Project. I'm Dylan Bennett, the host. And today we are talking about marketing your small business. Where should you start? Okay, so today uh, we're gonna go over a couple of different options for marketing your small business, uh, whether you just started or you've started recently. Um, these are great options just to get your name out there, get your business in front of more people uh, and get started because the world of digital marketing can be pretty intimidating. Honestly, there's a lot of different options. There's social media, there's email, there's websites, all the things, right? So here's, here's my, in my opinion, some of the best places to start with marketing your business and not all of them are digital, but these are great places to get your name out there, get your business out there. Okay. My first one is tried and true tale as old as time referrals and word of mouth easiest cheapest form of marketing and it's always going to be there uh, word of mouth can come from a variety of areas whether you're handing out business cards whether you're doing you know uh, different events and you just chat with people your friends your family can chat you up with their friends and their family um, and and really get your business name out out there in front of more people that's going to be the biggest one no matter how big your business is uh, that will drive a good portion of your business, no matter how big you are, how long you've been in business, that is one that's going to be a tried and true method. Um, a bonus is most of the time this is done without you even thinking about it. Um, a lot of times the word of mouth will come from your service or your goods, your products, and people who use you uh, for you know your car cleaning, your tanning, your 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 product. Um, if your product is good or if your service is good or if you're just a good human being and and they like what you do they're going to talk about it um, and that's a great way to get new business and it's free so that is that is why it's number one uh it's it's one of the easiest one of the most tried and true one of the longest standing and it's free all right number two is email marketing uh, i've been doing a bunch of research on email marketing i've done quite a bit in the past as well for the brands that i've overseen um you know, this doesn't have to be super complicated. You can read a lot on, on email marketing and learn quite a bit about it very quickly and really test what works for you. There's, there's a thousand different methods on how to do it. Um, a lot of email marketing involves copyright. Um, it'll involve having to try and sell something or provide value through an email newsletter or, you know, some promo emails or something along those lines. Um, but find find you something simple and easy to use. You know, if you don't have a, a CRM or a consumer relationship management system already, you can get one of those. And usually most of those will have some form of email marketing in it. Um, a great one that I personally use is HubSpot. Um, they do a great job of allowing you to manage your customer base. Um, you can do different email marketing uh, strategies through them. Their email setup is super easy to use. A lot of it's just drag and drop, and that's that's gonna be the case for most of the things that you'll find. MailChimp, um, those are two of the biggest names in the game right now. They're super simple, they're very easy to use, and there's a ton on them to help you learn. There's a lot of YouTube videos, there's stuff on Instagram, um, they provide a lot of tutorials and things like that to be able to get you up to speed pretty quickly. So you're not going to have to spend too much time trying to learn how to use the software just to get your feet off the ground when it comes to email marketing. Um, with that, what you want to do in order to make that successful is you want to try and collect information from your customers through orders, through offering e-receipts. Um, if you're a physical business and you have something like Square, 
um, where you can take information like phone number, email, address, things like that. Make sure you're getting their email and then log it into your CRM or your email marketing system. Um, if you have, if, if they're two separate systems, a lot of these email marketing systems will allow you to plug in like a customer list or a name list, email list uh, into that so that you can start communicating with them that way too. Um, with your email marketing, I always recommend something like a newsletter. Keeps you front of mind. Um, once a week is a really good frequency for a lot of businesses. Um, it's super easy. You can do a couple at a time and then maybe you've got time selected in your in your calendar every two weeks to, to do two weeks of email newsletters. Um, those bring a ton of value. You can educate through there. You can tell, uh, you know, if you've got a new product coming out, you can start promoting that. But don't make it just promos. Talk about stuff that can actually help the customer too because you want them to open the email. And if they know for a fact that every email you send is just a promo, nine times out of 10, they're not going to open it. So if you make it more value driven, you're providing education, you're providing news, what's going on in the store, what's going on in our shop, um, you know, what's going on in the gym, that kind of thing will prompt more of an open rate. And then when you actually plug in a promo, you're going to do, you're going to see a little bit better results. You're going to see more open rates on those emails uh, and more conversions through that rather than just sending those where you'll see, you know, relatively low numbers. Um, but yeah, biggest thing, bring value. And that's, that's going to be the same, you know, every, every episode that I bring you, everything that I talk about, bringing value is going to be the biggest thing behind people actually paying attention to what you're saying. Okay. Number three is having a website. Um, this doesn't have to be really hard. You can learn how to build a website pretty quickly. There's a lot of uh, resources that you can build websites. Um, I personally use Wix the most. It was what I started with a few years ago. Um, it's very easy. You can get more complicated with it. You can use a more advanced program. You can hire somebody to do it too. You don't have to build it on your own, but that's a great way to get in front of people. And in today's age, the internet is where a lot of businesses is done. And that's where your customers are going to go to learn the most about you is through a website, through your social media accounts um, to determine who you are, what your products are, what you're about, things like that. Um, so having a website in place, even if it's something super basic uh, and just something to get you off the ground is a great way to start. Um, one of the clients that I just helped set up a website, that's exactly what we did. We set up a homepage and a booking system and that's it. Um, we started with that and then we're building uh, a few more pages to expand on what's on the homepage, more information on the business, how it works, what the products are, what the services are, things like that, um, to where you can, you know, you can expand what you offer, what value you bring when they visit your site. You can tell them more about you and, and prompt them to want to come see you to use your product or, or use your service. Um, you know, when you build your website, like I said, start small, showcase your product or service, and then build it out from there. Just get something off the ground to where you have it started and ready. And then as you grow, as you get more time in your schedule, as you block more time out to work on your website, if you're the one building it, then you can, you can really expand what you do. You can expand how it looks, you can refine it. Uh, and, and obviously over time, you're going to learn a little bit more about how to manage the system, how to manage the site, things like that. And, and maybe you're, you're missing things at the beginning that you didn't know you need. And now, you know, you need them. And then it's, it's even easier to add it into the fold. Okay. Um, so yeah, first three referrals, word of mouth, um, email marketing and website. 
Now let's talk about social media. You know, that's a trigger word for a lot of people. It can seem super daunting when you're talking about doing social media for your company, for your business. But social media is where the most attention is when it comes to your customer. Um, you know, social social channels are where everybody spends a good majority of their time when they're on their phone. Um, there are some very disciplined people that that's not the case, but um, a good majority of the customers that you're going to reach and that you want to reach are going to be on at least one of the major social media platforms. Okay, so let's let's go into them into each one just a tiny bit, um, but. And we'll uh, let's go into them a tiny bit, and then as we go, we will uh, I'll detail each one of them even more and go over tactics on how to post different things on different channels. Uh, but this is just a quick overview on these channels. Okay, so let's um, let's start by saying pick a couple of these. Don't do all of them at once unless you know you have the bandwidth to do it or the team to do it. Um, me personally, I only use a couple of them, and I'll try and spray in you know, some extra LinkedIn posts here and there, or some extra stuff on Twitter, or I'll throw in a couple of TikTok videos. Um, but pick a couple that you know your audience is going to be on, uh, and then hammer those ones. Hammer hammer two different platforms, maybe three, uh, really to get your feet wet, get, get things started. And then from there, you'll notice a lot of the content that you build can transition between the different mediums. And you can start to transition to add more of those platforms. Okay, so let's start with Twitter. Um, obviously, Twitter's been in the news a lot recently with Elon Musk. Who knows what's going to happen with Twitter? But Twitter is a good place to uh, for PR to connect with to connect with customers to share your ideas as a business and as an individual if you're building a personal brand. Um, this is a great place to, like I said, to connect. So this is a good one to try and go and connect with prospective com uh, companies if you're if you're a b2b business or pr prospective customers um, and even get some feedback on on your products or services uh, if you're big enough to have that kind of following you can actually search your product your company name uh, and see if there's anything written about you um, it's it's a great way to pr especially if you're a big company and you're just getting into social or if you're still on the fence about twitter this is a good place to go for for a lot of pr relations um, I use it personally to get more content, uh, get some additional content out. I share my thoughts on there, whether it be about sports or social media or new things that are happening with, with a lot of these platforms. Um, it, it's a great source for just putting some content together for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok as well. You know, you share those thoughts out there, see what people like, and then you can use what's most popular on Twitter to maybe build an Instagram carousel or, or a reel or something along those lines. So it's a good test spot as well. If you're just trying to get some extra content out there, um, there is still an audience on, on Twitter, but, um, my personal recommendation, maybe it's not your number one that you hit. All right, let's talk about Instagram next. Instagram is probably the most widely used. It's one of the biggest platforms in the world. Um, <clears throat> This is this right now is a slower slower grow than it was back when it first started. Obviously, uh, the attention was very heavy when it first when it first came up. There is still a lot of attention, but because over the course of time, as these platforms uh, age, as they grow, they lean more into the monetization of attention. So they lean more into 
ads. They lean more into paid partnerships, things like that. You'll see a lot of that on Facebook recently. Um, Instagram is is also heavy in the monetization portion, so you'll see a lot more ads. And really, you're going to see that on every platform. Um, but it is harder to grow organically here. It can still, it can definitely still be done. There's going to be some serious work behind it, and that's the case on all of these platforms. But Instagram, Instagram is almost a must. Um, Instagram is a very big search engine style platform as well. So you can search and learn a ton on Instagram, just like you can on YouTube. Um, YouTube is also one of those big search engine platforms now. Um, but like I said, this is almost a place where you can get recognized. Uh, every every client that I work with um, in starting them up, maybe they just started on the, started their new business. This is one of those platforms that I recommend to get on for sure. Um, even if you've just got a few posts out there and you're posting regularly, maybe two, three times a week to start, it just shows that you're active. It shows that you're present and, um, it gives you a little bit of opportunity for some brand recognition. So when somebody does find you or hear about you, they can, uh, they can go check out your Instagram page. That's, that's one of the first places that a lot of people will go to is Instagram. You know, do they have an account and then they'll check websites and, and things like that. Um, but Instagram is a great search engine opportunity for you. It's a great place to build brand, to educate. Um, there's a ton of people that use Instagram just to learn. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people I use Instagram to learn quite a bit. I, I do uh, get subject to, you know, the scroll every now and again. But uh, a lot of times I will, I will try and learn as much as I can with Instagram um, through the various accounts that I follow, through the, through the um, topics that I look into. Uh, next is Facebook and Facebook groups. Um, Facebook groups are still really, really solid. There's a lot of engagement on there. There's a lot of attention on Facebook groups. Um, the nice thing about Facebook groups is that you can go in and be a part of a group of people, engage, communicate with those people who are very like-minded, whether it's about a specific topic or or maybe an event. You can go in and communicate with the people who are involved directly with that. You can, you can chat with other people who have participated um, this is a great opportunity to engage, uh, and, and to really connect with your consumers and, uh, and, and even your local community as well. So if you're not a part of a Facebook group and not sure what that is, maybe do a tiny bit of research. I will do some episodes on those too and, and where those will benefit you. But, um, Facebook is still solid. Um, a lot of people think, oh, well, it's, you know, it's for the, it's for my parents or it's for my grandparents. Yes, the age demographic does age up there. The average age is much higher than maybe Instagram or even TikTok especially, but that's relevant for a lot of people. If your product or service targets those kind of folks, that's really the place you want to be. And and that's what I always recommend to my clients too when I'm when we're talking about social media and where they should be, I always recommend understanding first what your target market is, what your age demographic is, and then from there determining Okay, what, which one of these platforms are they on the most? Where can we target them most to reach the most people? <clears throat> uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn's another great one. That one's got a ton of organic reach right now, too. They recently changed a lot of their how their uh, posting algorithm works, how their sharing algorithm works uh, in recent years. So uh, a lot of them, a lot of the big-time experts have compared it to early Facebook in terms of how how their organic reach works and how, um, how little content there is for how many consumers there are. Um, so that's a great opportunity for some organic reach, just posting every day. And the nice thing about 
LinkedIn too, is you can do, you can do all three main content styles. You can do videos, you can do pictures and you can do just straight text. You can type out a, a small paragraph or a couple of paragraphs on a topic and each one will have its own unique reach, but they'll all do pretty well. Um, whereas, you know, something on Instagram, maybe you won't get as much with just text. Obviously you do have to post some sort of form of photo or video with, with, you know, Instagram, TikTok. Um, but LinkedIn is a great place, uh, to test a lot of things too, cause you'll get a lot of organic reach. You know, you could have, you know, you could post your first thing tomorrow and get a couple hundred thousand views. Um, you could get a ton of engagement on it from people who don't currently currently connect with you. So there's a lot of opportunity there, um, especially if you're a B2B person. If your company does business-to-business sales, um, you have products that are directed towards business, that's a great place to do it. Again, with, and I'll say it probably five more times in this episode, bring value. Bring value in what you're posting. You know, help help your target market by educating them by bringing them out, bringing them value, you know, find something that really connects with your brand and what you sell, uh, and, and use that as your pitch, you know, use that as your content pillar. And I'll talk about those later too, but, uh, use those as pillars to, you know, get your name out there, get, get some content on those platforms. Last one is TikTok. There's, there's obviously a few more platforms, but these are the big ones. Last one is TikTok, which right now is the quote unquote mecca of social media. It's got the most attention. It's got the most users monthly. Um, there's a ton of organic growth. They are leaning a lot more into the monetization of things so that you're seeing a lot more ads, but there's still so much opportunity for organic growth here. Um, obviously not as much as there was three years ago in 2020. You know, you don't have quite as many people stuck in their homes, but the attention's still there. It's still completely absurd how many users this thing has um and the opportunity that you can that you can gain out of this this is one of my strategies for the rest of this year is to be heavier on tiktok than i have been in the past um the great part about tiktok is you can do really anything that your that your brand and that your company uh, is involved with. So you can, you can share your products, you can share your experiences, you can share testimonials from clients. Um, you can, you can do a lot of things and it's not just dancing. You know, dancing was really big in 2020, obviously when the platform first came out and that's kind of the stigma that stuck with it, unfortunately. But, um, just like all these other platforms, it really ages up, uh, and it, and it evolves. Um, you know, Instagram was for all the photo nerds back when it first came out. Uh, it was, it was for those folks that, you know, were super into taking pictures and, and that was it. It was, uh, it was the high end photo style people who that's what they do. Uh, and then that quickly evolved, you know, Facebook was for college kids and then that evolved and look at what it is now. TikTok will evolve and it continues to evolve. And, and, you know, dancing hasn't been a big portion of it for a while now, there's so much more content. There's so much more capability of how you can push your brand through TikTok. Um, regardless of how you feel about it, whether you think China is trying to take us over, TikTok is where all the attention is. You don't have to spend money on ads here um, if your content is good. So you don't have to send money to TikTok, which is great. And that and that's the great thing about social media too, is it, it's all free. 
Like, yes, some platforms are better than others in terms of organic reach and how you're going to connect with your customers and who you're going to connect with exactly. But you don't have to pay for any of it. Uh, a lot of it's just time. Um, and that's a big portion on why I say pick a couple, pick one or two platforms and roll with those platforms because it's going to take you some time. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have to create content, whether that's, you know, setting time aside to tweet about something that you're passionate about, you know, something about your product or trying to educate folks, whether that's putting together graphics that go on Instagram and Facebook, whether that's putting together small videos that go on Instagram reels and TikTok, whether that's taking the time to take a story out and just tell your followers about how your day's going or post about your morning routine. Um, it's, it's going to take you some time. It's going to take some serious dedication. That's why I usually recommend just starting with a couple platforms and then rolling from there. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the content you can transition into other platforms, but it's gotta be unique to the platform itself. Okay. Um, you know, it's going to take you some time to learn how to do it. Um, uh, but it's, it's going to be well worth it. Um, one of the biggest things that I tell a lot of my clients too, is if, even if you're not super comfortable with it, what's going on now with all these platforms will be what the next thing is. You know, there's, there's always going to be a next thing, you know, and, Five years, maybe Facebook isn't a thing anymore and, and it's a it's something completely different. Or, you know, maybe uh, maybe Twitter completely collapses under Elon. Who knows? Who's to say that it collapses and who's to say that it doesn't explode and, and become bigger than TikTok, bigger than Instagram uh, within the next five years. Um, but having some experience on... Sorry, the uh, audio cut off there. Um, so yeah, like I like I said, having the ability to connect with, uh, having the ability to connect with your customers currently on these pla on the platforms now will give you the experience for the next thing. Whatever the next thing is, who knows what it is, but it'll give you the experience on how to edit these videos, how to make posts that work, how to use hashtags, how to use SEO management on Instagram. Those type of things will always transition into what the next thing is, and it'll give you the experience that you need while also providing the attention that your business needs now. Um, the la I, I did say TikTok was the last one, but I'm going to throw another one in here. YouTube is a great one. YouTube is one of the biggest search engines in the world behind Google. Um, it's it's great for long form and even some short form videos too. They did release YouTube shorts, uh, in 21, I believe it was, uh, and YouTube shorts has been doing great. Uh, you get a ton of views on there. And like I said before, a lot of this content will transfer between platforms. You can use similar content that you've got on Instagram reels and TikTok, uh, all on YouTube shorts. So it it kind of flows really nice. Um, to where you're not putting a ton of effort in. Maybe there's a little bit of extra step of posting it on the next platform or scheduling it out on the next platform or, or in some kind of schedule, uh, you know, content schedule or something along those lines. But you're not building the same video four times in every platform and then posting it so you're not spending hours and hours and hours trying to put your content together. Okay. Um, again, choose a couple of these platforms, run with it. One of the last things that I always recommend is trying to have a Google My Business. Um, I said YouTube was one of the biggest search engines in the world. Google is still the biggest search engine in the world. Maybe that changes over the next five to 10 years, but as of right now, it's still the biggest search engine in the world. Um, 
there's so many there there are a ton of people a ton of consumers that you'll run across that believe that if you don't exist on google and and the internet that you don't exist at all so having a google my business page or a google listing will be uh, paramount to people being able to discover you especially locally you know if you're a very localized business a small business that really only operates uh, or provides a service that's local to you um, having that ability for people to discover you through google listings as well is uh, is paramount and that's usually one of the one of the top three that i recommend for folks um, and it's super easy to set up all you do is um, you set up an account on google if you don't already have one most people will have at least a gmail account and you can actually figure um, you can actually get to Google My Business through your Gmail account. It's part of the G Suite uh, that you actually don't even have to pay for, which is great. Um, and you can set up a Google listing for your business. Um, it'll take you 15 or 20 minutes, um, maybe a tiny bit longer. If you're uploading a bunch of photos right off the bat, it'll verify everything with you, and then you're good to go. Um, you're set. You're running. You can update uh, you know, hours, you can put promos on there, you can put all sorts of stuff. And then obviously down the road, you can run ads through that as well. But just having that listing, having some photos on there, just, and then having it connected to your website that we talked about earlier is a great way to get started. Um, it, it, it's super, super easy. Um, and this will transition that that Google page, that Google listing will transition into a bunch of different things that we can we can talk about later, like Google Ads, like I mentioned. Um, so yeah, that's those are my uh, those are my tips. Those are my um, the all right. Well, those are the uh, those are the ways that I recommend to get started. You know, digital marketing and marketing in general for your business probably wasn't the first thing that you were thinking about in terms of putting your business together, whatever your business is or your product is, your service. Marketing it probably wasn't the first thing you were thinking about. And if it was, congrats. I mean, that's awesome. We should chat just because that's awesome. But um, I don't like that either. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's it. Those are my uh, those are my top platforms to try and my top plan. Fuck. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, those are my top platforms and spaces to be on in terms of digital marketing and just marketing in general when it comes to getting started with your business uh, or just marketing your business. Maybe you've been in, in it for a little while and you're trying to market yourself a little more. Um, this is the best way to do it. These are these are the let's get started. There's obviously a ton more that we can talk about with every platform and Google and your website and how to copyright and optimize your email newsletter and things like that. Um, and we'll go into those in later episodes. But today, I really just wanted to get out, you know, where where you should start. Where should we start in terms of marketing your business? Um, uh, so. Thank you for listening to this full episode. Quick recap, um, referrals and word of, word of mouth, those are going to come naturally, but you can always foster those. You can always do referral programs, things like that, to try and foster that a little bit more. Um, email marketing through newsletters and then promo emails. Having a website is going to be great. That coupled with a Google uh, with a Google listing um, is is going to be great in terms of your reach just on the generic internet as well. You know, going through search. Um, like I said, Google is one of the biggest platforms in the world in terms of search and SEO. Um, so having, fuck, I'm all over the place, man.
All right, so that's it. Um, those are my top picks for getting your business started in terms of marketing, especially digital marketing. It can be really intimidating. You know, a lot of the folks that I talk to are pretty intimidated by digital marketing because they, you know, they've never done any of this. They're not tech people. A lot of this stuff is fairly easy to learn, but you know, these are just the places that I recommend to get started. Okay, so let's do a let's do a quick recap. Um, referrals and word of mouth; those are going to come naturally, but you can always foster those. Uh, email marketing, um, collect data. You're able to personalize a lot of those things. You're able to really, really connect with people through your email marketing. And those are going to convert better than anything you're going to do on social, on your website, anything like that. So that's a great place to be. Having a website is going to be paramount to you as well, whether it's to showcase your products or services or just to allow people to learn a little bit more about what you do and who you are. Um, that's a great place. And then coupling that with a Google listing is going to make you very present on the Internet. Um, and that's where business is at, is the Internet. Um, even if you've got a physical business, you've got a small shop, uh, being on the internet, even just in those forms, very simply will definitely help your business. And then finally, social media through all the different platforms, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube, all the major platforms, you, um, having some kind of presence on those, no matter how big is going to be super helpful. But the more you put out, um, the more opportunities that you have to be in front of your target market. So, um, Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the DYB Growth Project. Um, this entire series has been something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and so I greatly, greatly appreciate you. Please share the show. Um, if you haven't already, give it a subscribe. Um, and hit me up on social media. Follow me at the underscore DY Bennett. Um, let's connect, you know, let's chat a little bit. Let's see if I can help you as well. If you're looking for some help, um, but more importantly, I just want to connect. Let's, let's chat a little bit, see if, see if there's anything that we can do to help you grow in your business, uh, in your personal life, in terms of understanding sports, maybe I, whatever it is, uh, reach out, connect with me. Let's chat. Thanks guys.